Yeah. And we're back at Moniker Art Fair 2019. We're back. We are back. We're back. We've been running stuff. We've been interviewing people. I had no idea how cool Ruben 415 was. He had the best hair in the game. Oh, always. Easily. Luscious locks. Unbelievable. <laughs> JPO, what's, uh, what's been your highlight so far? Um, I haven't had a highlight yet because my mind has not been able to uh, locate a highlight. I've been running, running, running. All right. So we are here with today's guests, Easy and Kit17. How's it going, gentlemen? How you doing? Yeah, we're doing pretty good. How's it going? Thank you. Okay. So this, uh, the festival conference type of art stuff is a little different. It's a little new. It's a little businessy for some uh, OGs like yourselves, right? What do you, what do you think? Yes, yeah, I mean... This this actually the direction that I'm going towards, like the fine arts. So I'm basically making a transition. So I'm I'm quite familiar with this. Well, let, let, let me let me interject here, so our viewers know. Just give us a little history about yourself and and, and you two kids. Like where you guys came from, what year you got started. Kind of give us a, a basic. Yeah, because I don't know as everybody realizes uh, royalties sitting at the table right now. <laughs> oh I mean, God. realistically, that's blessing. Realistically, <laughs> okay. Um, my name is Easy. I started. I started. I got into. Don't be modest either, man. Get yeah, it. please. Oh man, I just. I mean, oh really. man, I hate talking about myself. I know. I know. But <laughs> I, I'm, I'm the problem. Very, very humble. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna make it mild. But I, okay, I'm just gonna make it mild. Okay, my name is Easy. I started writing in 19 LC in 1982, and changed my name to Easy in January of 1983, and. I'm a, uh, I was a, uh, a street artist and a train artist. I'm just trying to keep it mild. I, I don't remember any time in New York that I don't remember seeing your name. Yeah. That's far back. You go back into my memory as far as my memories of New York go. Wow. I know. I, I, say, I can say the same thing, and I'm from here. Nice, nice. Yeah. Well, I lived here for a while when I was actually a kid, and I remember in the early 80s seeing, yeah, I remember. And all five boroughs, no? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know what? You know what's so, so ironic? Like, um, particularly me and Josh Five, like, there was no such thing as a street movement at the time. Actually, there was no such thing as that all-city street king. There was no such thing as that. Right. So we took the initiative to... Um, to make that? To change okay. the bridge. Yeah, to change, to change <laughs> that perspective because um, cause we knew the, tra- the trains was on a decline. Ultimately, it went out in 1989. So, so we started doing the trains and the streets simultaneously. And while the, when the trains were dwindling, we started a movement that the world doing today, actually. Right. Yeah, the world doing today. So now, are fantastic. you are you like one of uh, one, uh, we we? Let me start over. Sebs, you were at Sebs' movie that they put on for him. Yes, I was. Right, and he said in there, man, if you didn't pick up a can by '82, I don't want to talk to you. Is there some of that in you? Yes, you know, the reason why I say that because um, back then, like during Kit 17 time, my time, it was all for the love and the passion. You, like when people get into it today, it's the agenda to, you know, to get in probably like an event like this, galleries and stuff like, you know, of that nature. They are right maybe for a few months and, and, and all they need to hear is someone call them a king online and they'll run with that and use that narrative and try to promote that narrative to the, to the, to the gallery owners and whoever. Yeah, to benefit. So that's 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 the reason why I respect what what Seb said. 
I completely understand that. Absolutely. Everybody wants, because of the internet and, and Instagram, everybody thinks they can just become. You well, know, and it's a business. I mean, reality. 30 something years, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they could do it in six months, like you said, and it's bullshit. It so. is. It is. But it the is. flip side, are you finding that you're getting more recognition for being one of the originals? Are people finally starting to give you your dues or whatever? I mean, they, you know, this, <laughs> you know what's so ironic? I'm glad you brought that up. No, they know, they know. It's that the young ones is very ignorant. It's, it, it's nothing bad. It's not their fault. I blame the people from my, from my peers because they haven't. They well, haven't, yeah, every generation has to be brought up. Yeah, because they have not um, educated them, the rules of the game, and, 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 and the pioneers of the game. Like, for instance, like, like with him, you know, he started in 1974. Kid 17, I'm, I'm referring to. I started in 1917. I started in the trains in 1974. I was actually hitting the streets. At that time, we would go downstairs in our hallway. All the hallways were bombed, the poles and all that. I was a kid then. I actually started hitting the streets in 72, 73. And then I went to the trains in 74 back then. Wow. Yeah, and the point I was making about the kids, they won't even know about most of the people from the early, especially the 70s. They wouldn't even know at all. Right. They, they are not educated from the, from the people from their peers. And, and a little older, that knows. But the thing is, the thing is, the thing is that a lot of these kids from Europe, they came up on, um, they came up on uh, Star Wars, and then um, what's the name of that? Beat Street, mainstream, and all that. And that was like a lot of the writers were like from '81 and up or '80 and up. Some of them from the '70s were there, but that's all they've seen for 25, 30 years. Those kids, so that's all, and, and they don't even, they never even knew us until we got on the internet. They never, they never heard of us or nothing. A lot of those guys here were looking at, at Subway Art. Subway Art, and they were watching Star Wars. Right. They, they grew up on all that, and that was, that was in their head like that. So when we mentioned people like me and then Marco 98, which was my partner, Nick 707, Boots, all these guys. Oh, we know Nick. We, know Nick. <laughs> we all know Nick. Oh, yeah, everybody, yeah, everybody, everybody that lives in New York knows Nick. Nick I know since 75. I, I did quite a few cars. And I work with, I don't know if you know, Eddie Staff 161. I, I, I used to see, he was before me. Yeah. He like was he, me. I mean, I he claims to have done like one of the very first characters yeah, ever was, on a he train. Was, he, was, he was one of the pioneers. Yeah. He was before me. I was in 74. I'm not really considered a pioneer. Oh, you I'm are. like a first generation. <laughs> you know, the, the pioneers were the guys who were 69, 70, 71. Uh, seriously, way too humble here. <laughs> Come on. It's, it's, it's I'm so nice. sorry, but. It's true. It's true. Dude. No, it's true. <laughs> but like, he's, like he said, though, these guys right now, the six months, a year, all of a sudden they're kings, they're legends. I hear people legends. I don't even like to use that word. Well, how, how, can, we, how can we educate the kids coming up that want to write more? That's, that's the thing. Do you, do you think that there's a way to do that? Someone along the well, road, right now, along what we're the road doing, dropped well, the ball. What we're doing like. right now, as we're talking with you guys, right. this, is, this is educating them. So Absolutely. Absolutely. But, you know, that, that's why we're doing what we're doing. So let's ask it a different way. Give, uh, give the younger generation a tip or two. Yeah, about, about, about bombing? About it all. Anything. Just from the start. What like, do you well, need them to okay. basically when, when I Try when not I'm, to be a toy. Okay. <laughs> try not to be a toy. Everybody well, starts you, off everybody as a toy. Everybody starts off as a toy. That's right, true. Yeah, yeah. You think if, you didn't start off if, as a toy, you start have, over. If you have passion for this and you want to go out and bomb it, do it the right way, You have to. it has to be like an addiction for you. If you have that addiction, that passion to go out there, you're going to do fine. You know, back then when we were doing it, we were looked at like we were doing garbage. 
a lot of people didn't like it. That's right. All the neighbors, we used to, we used to have to, when we were going in the yard, we used to have to sneak by the neighbors to get in the yard because they would see us and they would call the cops on us. So back then it was conf- it was underground. We all had bombing, uh, piecing, throw-ups. Nobody knew about that. It was our little underground thing we had. Nobody even knew. If I sat on the train with my friend, we were writing, and we're saying we're going to go do a piece here, a piece there, the guy next to us, he wouldn't even know what we're talking about. You know, because it was all all the stuff that you hear now came from all of us back in the day. Of course, we we started that 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 language, the bomb and the piecing, the tagging. Listen, anybody the that toys. says street art, and I'm I'm going to get a little existential here. Forgive me for a second, but anybody that says the street art didn't come out of graffiti is crazy. No, well, I, I, I'm sorry, okay. I agree with that a hundred percent. Let me tell you about street art. The first guy to do walls, I witnessed it. Tracy, Tracy was sixty-eight. No matter. Anybody can say anything. This man started that movement. No matter what nobody says, that man started. I seen his work. I was. I used to hang out on Mashula Parkway. He did this bar called French Charlie's. I think it was '77 or '78. With regular paint, regular paint, no special caps, no special paint, high pressure, low pressure. It was across the street from the 52nd Precinct, and, he, and he, I guess he got a commission. This thing was beautiful. I was amazed at the work he did. So if anybody says street art, this and that, that's the man you got to give the credit to, Tracy. He yeah, started so he all. started the first guy to do the murals he in the streets yeah. was, was, was just Tracy. bigger than just a burner on a wall or a memorial, memorial piece or something like that. It was different. It was different. It was different. That's right. He was still telling everybody who he was, was but it was different. It was something that's I never right. seen. I always was yeah. watching trains. And, 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 you know, and then I started seeing like the characters. He was one of the first guys to do characters, too. Yeah. You know, he, he, I remember his Yosemite Sam. And you know what? And I was amazed as a kid when I seen that. And that just justified what he said because graffiti is just an extension from graffiti. From graffiti. That's, that's where it comes street from. Art, yeah. street art that's where it comes from. Because Tracy was the first man to do it. Now, if we, go back, if we go back even further. Hands down. <laughs> yes. Further, maybe they brushed on something. But as far as you can well, I mean, there's been paint. murals forever. Dude, there's right, murals right, in Pompeii. Right, but he was, he was, but he there was, is a difference. Right, right. I think we all know. I say, I always tell people, we know when we see if something's art by committee. Yeah. And that's like a major difference. When too many people have their hands in it, yeah. you can always see that. Yeah, yeah. you can detect that yeah. quite oh, easily, yeah. yes. When I was doing this, I had no idea it was going to be where it is today. No idea. Kind of amazingly wonderful, isn't it? I I was amazed when I seen tags in Jersey. We used to go racking up. When we used to go racking up, we would go racking up in Jersey, Staten Island. We wouldn't go in one place all the time because it was hot. So we would jump around. We were from the Bronx. Anything in the Bronx was really hot. So it was really hard to rack up in the Bronx. They knew your faces for sure. Oh, yeah. We had to go to to Westchester. We had to go to Jersey. We had to go to Long Island. We would go to Staten Island. We would sneak on the train. Sneak on the sneak on the boat. He, sneak these guys on the bus to go to the stores. <laughs> yeah. Oh, where's up? Where's up? Another royal. Al <laughs> hey, Diaz just walked up. We were talking about going we're a little further about the originals back than these guys. We got old Samo walks in the Bomb door. I mean, yeah, he knows the deal. Bomb one. Now, come sit over here with me. So you get on the mic. Yeah, what's up, brother? Come on, man. Good to see you. Wow. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Okay. 
Okay, Al Diaz. So now, yeah, so we now we're here with talking. Easy, Al Diaz, and Kid Seventeen. This is uh, this is this is taking it back. Is, yeah, we're taking something it back. Really special right now, actually. All right, so let's let's do something silly. When was the first time you guys met? Who me? All three of you guys. Okay. Um, Individually, even. I have a story with him. Let's do, let's oh yeah, I'm gonna let him tell the story. Okay? All right. Into the mic. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, go in all in the mic. At, at that Jump time, in there. At that Get time, in there. <laughs> we, were, we were we were bootlegging PlayStation games. At that time, I didn't know him. And um, in order to play the games, you had to open up the box and put a special chip in it. But I had I had a piece. It was a game cheat that you actually stick it in the back, so you didn't have to open up the box. And I had everything in the buy and sell. So one day he calls me. and um, From the magazine. From the magazine. From the buy and sell. And he says, yeah, I, I need those pieces. Do you have them? And I says, yeah, sure. As a matter of fact, that was the time we had beepers. <laughs> so I met up with his friend. His friend came a couple of times. He never came. And I finally met him. I like to be exclusive. And he was, he, he was using special software. Because we had to use special software to copy the PlayStation games. But he had... He had um, he had one program. I had a bunch of them to use them. So I gave it to him. And that's how I met him. So we, from there, we started, you know, getting places to sell the games. So he found this guy in Brooklyn. And, you know, we were, we were selling them games by the loads, by the loads. Oh, my gosh, loads. yes. But when I, in about 2006, we were on the Internet. And he's looking at graffiti. I says, you right? He says, yeah, I write easy. I said, I never heard of you. Who are you? You know? <laughs> Because I, I stopped I stopped in eighty, so he, he started after me. I said I said I never heard of you. Who are you? Yeah, he said, I said yeah. So from there, that's how I met him. He stopped looking at graffiti completely. I, I stopped it completely. I went to work. I stopped. I didn't even know who he was back then. How about you, Al? When was the first time you met these guys? These hooligans. The first time I met both of them was through was through Cos. Chris. Cos? Yeah, Cos man, yep. I believe I met You met him first. Easy first. And I can't remember exactly where it was. It was a, some event. It might have been a that was show. That. No, it was in the summer. It, it was, was in the summer when, when, I, when we did the, the, the Basquiat. So, Basquiat. The, the, no, not the summer. Let me backtrack. It was in October of 2018 where I had sent out like a an alert for New York City graffiti guys, old school New York City graffiti guys, to come and tag the back room of 57 Great Jones because we got a, a we had a show there. It was Jean Michel's old old uh, place. Yep. So we, we had the back room to basically make it look like old school graffiti, you know, like a, like a, like the subways used to look back in the 70s and the 80s, which was covered. So I wanted like I didn't I didn't want kids. I wanted. Old, older guys, because that's where I'm from. So Easy came. Uh, I mean, we had a we had a bunch of we had Coco 144. Uh, uh, the guys from from the Soul Artists were there. But I was we had a, a bunch of guys from all over New York, from Brooklyn. I, I think Riff 170 was there. There was a bunch of Riffy guys. Uh, Hayes. I heard Hayes was through here earlier. Anyway, so. Easy showed up that time. As a result of that, and this is all connected, as a result of that, the guy who, who runs the Overthrow Gym, which is located at Nine Bleaker, which was the old Yippie building, 
another another New York icon, right? He's like, yo, you got to do the same thing to one of the rooms at, at the boxing gym. And I was right there. I was I said, just just tell me when and, how, and we'll get it together. So we got a bunch of writers together. And once again, I sent the word out. And Kaz is one of the people that co- who connects people. So I asked him, and he showed up with, with Kit yeah. and Sev. And we, I mean, yeah. it was a, once again, it was a bunch of, you know, like old school New York. At this time, there was more, oh, Nick 707, the guys from the Bronx were there. It was, it was, it was a real, real nice gathering of, of old school. First and second generation yeah. graffiti writers. Now, Kit, the last time I saw you and Nick 707 together, I was told a story about somebody hitting somebody in the head. <laughs> <laughs> he might be talking about when I burnt his jacket when he was wearing it, maybe. Maybe that's what he was talking <laughs> Set about. Set him on fire. Set him on fire, oh, oh, man. On fire? Story. I, 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 didn't, I, I actually, he had this uh, jacket. It was like a, a, a silver jacket, and it had NASA on it. We never seen nothing like that before. Man. I just threw a cigarette in his pocket, oh, no. and 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 it smoked. all of a sudden it just went up oh, while he no. was wearing it. Took it off. <laughs> the, the, the incident with hitting somebody in the head—he might be talking about the fruit. Hey, the fruit. Yeah, because I used to. We used to when we used to walk up to Rome Avenue. There was two fruit stores there, and we just always used to grab the fruit and just throw it. So I, I, told, I, I told, there was a conductor actually I hit. I said, Nick, I'm going to hit this conductor. Watch. Because when the trains was coming from um, from Mishula to, to uh, Woodlawn, it was the last stop. It wouldn't go real fast. It would, it would come, but at a decent speed because it had to slow down because it was the last stop. So I took this apple and I threw it at this conductor. And he was looking at me. <laughs> and he was coming towards him. And he still was looking at me. And he ducked. When he ducked in the window, the apple went in the window. And all you seen the apple come back out in spurts. <laughs> <laughs> And I, and I got him. I got him. And, and, and that conductor, with my luck, the conductor ended up living in the neighborhood, and he knew who I was. No. Oh, no. And he knew who I was. Three I times I had confrontations with that guy. You fought him on the trains a few times, I fought right? him on the trains. Okay. Me and my partner fought him on the, in the candy store. He was, he was coming down. I got, him with, I got him with Shula Parkway one time, and I got on the train. The doors never closed. He left. He left his conductor's booth to come after me. Oh no! Holy and and and, and he, me and him fought there. Holy and and the funny thing is, in 2006, my friend ran into him, and they ran into him in a bar. He was already retired, and he and he asked about me. He says, "How's your friend doing?" The guy who threw the apple at me. That, that's the story Nick was telling. That's a that's a funny story. That was a funny story. I got a I got a throwing. Something at, at a MTA worker story. Oh, great! Uh oh. Yeah, they never liked this. I grew up on the FDR. Well, I lived near the FDR when I grew up in Jacob Reese houses, and it was a service road for the FDR Drive. Sometimes they would take the city buses around that route, right? <laughs> Probably when I started writing, but we, it was it was dead of winter. And we're like, yo, let's, let's bomb the, the, the buses when they come up this way. So I took a piece of ice. I swear to God, this is psychotic and it's a little sociopathic. But when I hit the window, the windshield, I didn't expect this to happen. The whole fucking windshield came out, bro. The whole thing. It was, oh, I mean, that, there was no glass left. It was gone. And the bus driver came and chased me, me for about three blocks, bro. I ended up hiding in one of the boiler rooms in the projects. <laughs> yeah. 
They didn't like us. The, the MTA, the MTA, the workers, they never really cared for us back then. I, I wonder why. Well, you know, when we used to, we were bombing the buses too at one time, and, and the, they knew us. They knew who we were. So sometimes we'd be waiting on the bus stop. We're in the middle of a recording, please. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's why we need a velvet rope. Oh, Erica. All right, I blame Erica. <laughs> So, so did you guys ever like run into each other on the street, like out and about, some nights or no? Who, who him? Just anybody. I see these guys at the gym frequently. Oh yeah, at the gym. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, I see him in the gym all the I time. I ran into yeah. Al. I ran into Al in the <laughs> locker room in Brooklyn. Hey, what's up? <laughs> I'm doing legs today. <laughs> yeah. So, gentlemen. Thank you very much for your time today. Thank you for coming to Moniker Art Fair. Thank you. This my been pleasure. The, oh long, my gosh. the longest interview of our day, and thank you for that. Al, and one of the best. The champion. Thank Definitely. you for popping thank in. You, you, you guys, anytime oh, yeah. you want to pop my in. My pleasure, always. I can sit and listen to the stories all day long. <laughs> yeah. All day. We have them. Seriously. Seriously. There's plenty of stories. There's plenty. Oh, yeah. I know. I, I, got, I got a lot in, in the boat Coming up from as well. New York City when you were a kid. Yes. Well, come down to Bay Ridge. You're always invited. They, they came to the crib when, um, who were we there? Cos. Uh, when Cos was being yes. interviewed. Yep. Yeah, the Cos man. The yeah. Cos man, he's, he's a good person, man. Yeah, yeah sure. He, he, was, he was here the other night. We went out to, to Bayside to do the, 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 sh- the talks at the shop. That, that oh, yeah, shop yeah, yeah. I just did yeah, one. Yeah, I forgot the bomb. You, you did one, too, right? right? Smoke bomb. Smoke bomb. Yeah. Nice shot. Shout out to Smoke bomb. You got a big ass tag outside. Oh, it's still out there? Yeah. Wow. One last question for you. What is your oldest running tag you know of still in the city? Okay, um I heard there's a few in Jamaica Queens from from the early eighties. Yes. I heard there's quite a few of them that's still there. And and I believe I can't tell you exactly because there was one on Utica Avenue. They just recently buffed it. Oh. And there was a nice, long Jaws one. Oh, my God. I wish I could have just took the whole gate, honestly. <laughs> about the foyer? The fo- if you go in the foyer, you'll still see tags of ours from 1974, 75, 76. Oh, yeah. And, and, and also 73, the writers that were before me. They are still there to this day. If you get in there, it's like a museum. Yes. I it's still, like a museum. I still got me, Jaws, Jaws 5, still got stuff in the tunnels, in the in the yards as well. Three yards, yeah. From, from the early 80s. Sweet. Yeah, still. It's and nice then to some know of them, still there. And some of them still look fairly new. It's amazing. That's because, the great thing about it. if you look in the front of the yard from the gate, they cleaned it all. But in the back, they still left it's the still tags. There. Yes. They, they preserved them. They wanted them there. Otherwise, so they would have cleaned the whole yard. Exactly. You to make friends with some MTA worker, right? What happened? For those of us that don't like breaking into places and barbed wire fences, yeah. I just need to make friends with an MTA, MTA worker. worker yeah. <laughs> all right. We are sold okay. out with Easy Kid 17 and Al Diaz.